This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld. Happy Earth Day, everybody. Oh my gosh, you're right. It's Earth Day. Happy Earth Day. Okay, I somehow like Earth Day isn't like a thing that I remember until it's happening. And I'm getting emails from like every store I've ever shopped at that are like, happy Earth Day, buy our product. And I'm like, is that good for the planet? (laughs) Well, Shop Betches is doing that today. No, we have, we um, are donating to an organization for it. So check that that. out. I, Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. As Lisa Barlow said. Before we get into it today, uh, don't forget to subscribe to the Mention It All newsletter. If you love the podcast, you'll love the newsletter. We email you once a week on Fridays. You can sign up at betches.co slash bravo newsletter. You'll like it. It's sweet. Um, Today we have two shows to talk about. We're talking about Real Housewives of New Jersey and Dallas. Rapidly approaching the end of these seasons, it feels like every show on Bravo is about to end right now, and we have a whole new crop of shows rolling right in. Yeah, Bravo has a great, like, marketing plan for the viewers. They care so much about us. They're like, we can't let them go one week without a show. They have that calendar really Um, Mm fine-tuned. It's funny because we never know in advance like how many episodes each season is going to be. So it's like, okay, like Jersey filmed their reunion, so there must only be a few episodes left. But then Beverly Hills is premiering on Wednesday. Um, So we got this week the trailer for Shaws of Sunset, which is coming back for season nine, which feels wild that they're on their ninth season. Um, It premieres later in May on... Sundays so it's gonna like take the place of Atlanta for now um this season looks kind of good I mean we've said this before and I now see other people posting on social media about it that like Shaz is so underrated but is it that underrated obviously not if it's been around for so long but it is it is good Shaz of Sunset is a good show Okay, so full disclosure, I've only watched the most recent season all the way through, like, because we recapped it on here. Mm-hmm. But I haven't seen all the old seasons. Like, I've I've been caught up on the drama. But I feel like it's one of those shows where people really like it, but when it's not on, people don't really talk about it. So it's like, it's not like Beverly Hills, where, like, I could post about Beverly Hills all year round, and people are going to yeah. be like... LOL. Like when Shaz isn't on, it's kind of like forgotten, but Shaz it clearly is like a has Southern its charm fans. tier, you yeah. know, like it's that yeah. tier. But also, Dylan, I'm a little disappointed because like we've had, I don't know, a year and a few months to catch up on a show. Okay. So. Okay. In that time, though, I did watch <laughs> everything else. I, <laughs> so I watched all of Married to Medicine. Yeah. I watched all of Below Deck Met. Like I, I had you're good. also, you're good. we watch like seven Bravo shows a week it, during I, the week. Yeah. I definitely, there is a point where it's like, okay, like, 
I enjoy all of these shows, but I can't also be binging like 20 episodes a week of another Bravo show. It's it's, it's a balance. It's all about yeah. balance. It's we all also, about balance. Speaking of a show that I maybe would not keep up with, um, <laughs> we got a report this week that Teddy Mellencamp is developing her own show that would be an all-in by Teddy reality show. And I just, I can't say strongly enough how much this is not something we need. It's going to be a, um, it's probably going to be similar to Revenge Body by Clo- like with Chloe. Like, oh, I feel like it's that vibe, yeah. you know, but also like who asked for this, huh? Did any of you ask for this? If you asked for this, um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Leave us a five-star review and explain yourself. Um, you know, what's funny. I just don't understand. <laughs> Did they literally just go at this point? A lot of people, if you go back to the archives on any other channel too, E, MTV, all these people have reality shows. Do they just like do it and like let them have one season? And if it does well, they continue. Like at this point, they give anyone a book deal and a reality show. I don't think this would be a Bravo show. I have a feeling Bravo is not involved with this. I mean, Teddy, the, okay, aside from Teddy being like a boring housewife, her business also was getting dragged like six months ago for allegedly, you know, being this like branded like eating disorder, basically. Yeah. And like, you know, just being kind of toxic. So I don't, considering all of the, you know, kind of, negative negative buzz that was surrounding that i don't think bravo would then be like okay let's do a whole show um but i mean you never know but like you never i don't know but we did we also got the trailer yesterday for the big shot with bethany which premieres on hbo max next week i think it looks kind of good i i'm i'm definitely gonna give it a try I mean, of course, I, I have something else. As long as we're talking about Bethany, I completely forgot to bring this up a few weeks ago. But as long as Million Dollar Listing, New York is coming back, which you guys know I'm a huge fan of. Yes. So she just sold her or she's selling her apartment through Ryan Serhant. So I need to know why mm. Frederick is not selling her apartment because they're friends. They they had a spinoff unless they're not friends anymore. They move forward. Like real estate is like a big deal when it comes to things like that. So I need to know yeah. why. Right. He's not going to get that commish. Yeah. I, I will say, I think the big shot looks like a much better fit for Bethany than Bethany and Frederick. That always felt weird. She she needs to be like the captain of her own ship. Mm-hmm. Um, and this looks very like, I mean, it's basically the apprentice skinny girl themed but it looks like it looks chaotic it looks intense it looks like we're getting bethany being you know judgmental in a forum where it's actually appropriate um and i'm excited i think the trailer looks fun we get a little glimpse of dorinda which i will never say no to i didn't even see like i tried watch you you had even said like keep an eye like dorinda's in it and it happened so fast i truly didn't even it's see brief. her yeah i bet that i mean i don't think dorinda's like a main character, <laughs> but maybe she's like, maybe she's like a guest judge or something. That would be. I, I want to give Dorinda another chance because I was like so harsh on her like last when she exited because of her behavior yeah, was just making yeah. me so mad. But I feel like all of the housewives I love are friends with her, and I feel like she she just I need to give her another chance. So and I don't do that often. Okay, so you know I think with Dorinda, what I my current stance, I think it's great that they're putting giving Dorinda a little breather. She I think she could use it. Right now, I'm thinking season 14. I want Dorinda back. I want Tinsley back, and I want, I want Jill Zarin. To, 
I want part two. Now, I mean, Jill, Jill is great, but like, I specifically want Dorinda and Tinsley back on the show so we can like finish what we started. Yeah, like we had an intermission. Like this season didn't even start yes. yet, and it doesn't count. A lovely intermission. <laughs> <laughs> Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. Okay, let's get into Real Housewives yeah. of New Jersey. I don't want to neglect our Jersey ladies. Um, so this episode, I feel like we have a lot of kind of uh, nice personal moments happening. Mm-hmm. We have a really lovely scene with Marge and Marge Sr. Because uh, Margaret's, you know, getting ready for the publication of her book. And, you know, we we read her book and the stuff about her and her mom is really it's kind of intense. Um, there's some really emotional stuff and it's great to see Marge senior being so supportive of her. I loved that. Um, yeah. I love the relationships these women all have with their parents. It's really nice to see. Yeah. I mean, and then even going younger, we saw a lot, I mean, anything with Marge senior, I love bring her in. Like, are, are you bring her onto the cast? Like, I think they should do <laughs> that, but even like all the kids, like we saw that scene with Teresa and Gia, FaceTiming with Joe and um, Melania with their significant others like that was we've never seen that before because we've never seen them not with each other. So Teresa's face, though, when when he brought up her boyfriend, she looked like she saw a ghost because she wasn't ready to see tell. Oh, my God. I've never seen Teresa express that before. It's it's really nice to see because obviously for such a long time, Teresa, while Joe was in prison and stuff, she kind of had to keep up this front of like, no, like we're still together. Like we're not getting divorced. Like whatever. We'll see. And obviously last season, you know, she finally acknowledged that they were not staying together and it's nice to see kind of the full circle moment of like we're divorced we're both Mm -hmm. doing fine and we both not only are we not only are we like allowed to date other people but it's not something that we have to feel like secretive or you know kind of like guilty about like i I love that that can just be out in the open um like joe's like it's my lawyer she's my lawyer (laughs) wait i actually remember seeing that in the tabloids a long time ago because it was like 
he gets lunch with his friend who is his lawyer. And it's like, bitch, please, that's a date. <laughs> like, you know, Melania, the fact that Melania is the one that has to like put us everyone in check. <laughs> Melania's like, dad, shut up. <laughs> we need more um, Melania. Okay, so we want to talk about this day on the yacht. And I, I love that Teresa and Margaret have the same ghostwriter who also just happens to own a yacht. Uh, yeah. So they're having a boat day and Margaret is there to read a little excerpt from her book. Um, Teresa tells all the ladies that she's seeing someone, which I'm glad, again, I'm glad that's finally out in the open. She's talking about going to Glenmere Mansion and, you know, they met on a walk and they were jumping up and down. And the way that Teresa's telling this story, I'm just like, you are like a 16 year old girl and it is so cute. But I love seeing Teresa that authentic and that happy. And like, we've seen her in the past where she has such a guard up and she has to, you know, be the Teresa we all know and love. But this seeing her like feel comfortable enough to like just say who she's dating. Well, not who she's dating, but that she's dating me. I feel like was good for her because she then was like, you know what? Like, I'm happy. And we haven't seen that right. now that and we like, think about it. It's like, whoa, we haven't seen that in a really long time. Right. I loved when Melissa was talking to Jackie later in the episode and she was like, I don't think Teresa's been happy like that for 10 years at least. Because obviously, like, you know, she and Joe had the legal stuff. That's been a few years. But like their marriage was not perfect before that. Right. And so right. it's when you think about it in that context, like most people when they're getting divorced, They've already been unhappy for like X amount of time. So by the time you actually are like past that and ready to date, it's like, yeah, damn, move on. Like find your happiness. You've spent enough time not being happy. Um, Yeah, I'm just, I'm happy for Teresa and I'm happy that everyone else seems to be happy for her too. Um, Let's talk about this book excerpt that margaret reads so it's Mm -hmm. it's the part of the book where she is talking about this incident that happened with her boss when she you know was a lot younger and she felt like she was sort of forced into sleeping with him um and there was obviously a power dynamic at play what did you think about jennifer's reaction to this because i thought at first it was going really well and then it went far south i thought it was something aside of Jennifer we've never seen before where she like seemed genuinely, she was asked a question. I remember she asked like a confirmation almost. And then she was literally saying, I'm sorry, because she didn't understand. And I was very surprised. And that was the very mature thing to do. And I think what went south is just that Margaret and her aren't, we've talked about this many times. They just aren't on the same page. So I think Margaret automatically got defensive and wasn't expecting an apology. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's how it blew up a little bit. But I think Jennifer like genuinely wasn't, (laughs) didn't know about it. Like she didn't Margaret. And you know what though, in Margaret's offense, she Margaret didn't have to explain herself the first time she was talking about this. I think, you, I, I've totally been in this situation. I imagine everyone has where someone apologizes to you and you're not quite ready to be done being mad yet, even if you mm-hmm. appreciate the apology. So it's like, she's like, I'm sorry. And then you want to keep explaining why you are upset. And it's like, 
I, t- I don't think Margaret did anything wrong in that moment, but then Jennifer, Jennifer felt like her apology wasn't being accepted. And so she's like, yeah, bitch. Like I thought you were talking about that. And it's like, Oh, Oh, like if everyone had just kind of like taken a deep breath and slowed down and Margaret had like, just accepted the apology. Cause I think Margaret did accept the apology. She just kind of like had a little more to say and, you know, she made a little note about Jen's delivery or about Jen's um, what was it? perception. The, the, yeah. Well, the thing with these women the channel, is like, bitch. Yeah, when you just said that they like got back into it, these women don't have like um, it doesn't escalate. It just goes from zero to 100. So, yeah, Jennifer's no- Jennifer's not the best at that. Like she is not. um. Like we talk about with Below Deck, like how a chef can't ever just take like a little piece of like actual, like valid feedback. And I feel like Jennifer is kind of like that too, that Margaret is just like, oh, I think you perceived this the wrong way. And she's like, perceived what? Change the channel. You don't like the music, bitch. Okay. Like she just take, like she just takes it as this personal affront. And it's like, I mean, Jennifer, like you just like, I don't know. There, it's- there's a time and a place to like yell because, well, <laughs> maybe because like if you do it every time you see each other, it's not like fun or it's not fun to watch or it's not fun to actually do. You want to get your point across. Don't yell and scream every single time you see the same person. God. Yeah. So then Margaret brings up again, Jennifer's Instagram live where she's talking about needing a nanny um, while people are waiting for their second stimulus check. And <laughs> I, in that, in that moment, I was like, Margaret, why are we going back here? Um, But I think it ended up being a good kind of segue for Jennifer to open up about what's going on with her parents. Um, Because I do think that's been weighing on her a lot. And she maybe feels like she doesn't really have anyone um, that she can kind of share that burden with, with her siblings and stuff. So I liked that these women, especially Jackie and Dolores were kind of like, hey, like, I can relate to this. Like, we can talk about this. Like, this is something I can actually help you out with. Yeah. Um, There's also, there's more children. We'll get to Melissa with Antonia too. There was a lot of like mother child situations, but Dolores and Frankie, Frankie Catania is whoever he ends up with. Let me tell you that those girl's parents are so blessed because he is such a little freaking gentleman. I my can't ovaries even. were exploding. Oh my like, God. <laughs> Seeing this kid. Are you kidding me? And he's such a mini Frank that it's like, scary. Oh, he sounds his speaking voice sounds exactly like Frank senior, but Dolores has such a special relationship with it. Like it, it is just so magical, but she finally tells him about her biopsy. And it was like such a nice moment because like they care so as they should, you know, it's mother son, but like, he is mature enough to mm-hmm. understand what's happening. And and they even showed a flashback of Dolores's mom being like, you got to tell people me to know what's going on. It's okay to keep things private, but like, there's no reason not to tell people. But, you right. know, Dolores doesn't want her family to worry for no reason. But well, it's, that know. was, yeah. So that was a really nice moment. And then um, on the other end of the scale, we have <laughs> Melissa's, <laughs> Melissa's really graceful sex talk with Antonia. Um, like shouting across envy about like, you know, you got to use protection, Antonia, like blah, blah, blah. I'm like, could you not like sit down and like, you know, have a real conversation? It felt so, I don't know. I feel <laughs> like, like everything it was about su- it was wrong. 
Yeah, I feel like she wanted it to be funny. Like it was supposed to be funny, not serious, but it wasn't funny. Like it was Antonia, we know have we've seen is like shy and and like not, you know, the most like yeah. out there kid on housewives and like a conversation like that on camera. The girls in high school, like it's more defying. Like <laughs> I actually was thinking about that. I feel like this is the most almost that we've seen Antonia on the show like she's not it's not like melania where she's always just been super like around and outgoing in front of the camera yeah it just was very like melissa 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 like there's obviously it's a tough you know it's you you want to figure out the right way to have that conversation it's like you really think like (laughs) well she wanted to loosen her up a little bit buy her some clothes make her feel comfortable but the approach wasn't there it wasn't there you know you win some you lose some (laughs) i can't tell anyone how to parent though so i hope yeah listen to the betches moms podcast for that um (laughs) i hope antonia got a a more (laughs) better talk at some point (laughs) Uh, you have big boobs you have big boobs oh my god you wow. need to know if people want to see them touch them. And then Melissa, I think, started let this was the funny part where Melissa, I think, was then like spiraling. She was like, wait, I don't know what to say. Next. Yeah, there was a lot going on. Um, <laughs> OK, so we finished the episode at Jennifer's Turkish tea, which was looked lovely. Um, her mom is really in her element cooking. Jennifer tells us that that was like how you know she was cooking with her mom from when she was like five years old so when she's making all these recipes it's like her kind of way of you know that's like what she does best and so I love that she got to feel good about that and I love seeing all the moms come over it's it's crazy it's it feels rare that all these women in their 40s and 50s can just like bring their moms by for an afternoon but it's so nice to see as a group yeah, I loved all of that when they came in. They were like prepping their moms for the house. Like Jackie's like, this is the Taj Mahal, and Dolores's mom thought it was a hotel. And like they, they the Taj Mahal the, with with a huge mortgage and no and furniture. No furniture, but like you know what? This just like I said about um, actually I forgot who I was talking about. I don't know, but Jennifer in her element, like you said, in her house, like she was she was very like pleasant. I should say, you know, like excited yeah. to have everyone there and see, but. Um, of course, the scene, we knew it was coming with Teresa. She said that she was coming alone. You know, she was like, that's not a problem. I, I can come. Yeah. But, you know, it is difficult. You're surrounded by everyone there has their mom. They're talking about times when when they were growing up and things their mom would do. So, of course, I got emotional because I don't cry at anything other than Real Housewives of New Jersey because it's very emotional when, when it comes to their family. I just like, I'm like, can you guys stop? But Teresa, I, I just really, it, it was so not, I don't want to say nice. It wasn't nice to see her like that, but she, you know, took the high road and wanted to leave. She wanted to go see her mom and visit her at the cemetery. And, it, and all the women were of course, completely understanding. But um, we even saw this last season or two seasons ago when it was mother's day at Margaret's house, but Teresa, actually wasn't invited to that oh my God, that yeah. that drag brunch <laughs> i think it was but this was a little different maybe she would have felt a little different but it still affected her and i love i love Teresa. yeah it was nice to see her very supported by melissa's mom who mm-hmm. of course you know knew Teresa's mother well um and every yeah everyone just seemed really lovely and supportive um we get it to be continued i'm kind of like 
what's going to happen at this tea that it needs I think to it be ended so abruptly, you know, with like yeah, Teresa leaving and like I, I, really what really broke my heart is that she kept saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And everyone was like, I Stop know. And it was apologizing. Like, you you know? didn't, you're not doing any, like you're feeling your feelings, which are a hundred percent valid. None of, obviously all of these women have their mothers there, so they can't relate to the feeling of losing their moms. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was it was nice, but definitely an emotional way to end the episode. Yeah. As half of this season of Jersey has been, I'm like, uh, yeah. I'm crying about, no, no, I'm crying about Teresa. Like, okay, I guess I cry now. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin in orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You know what I didn't cry watching? Dallas. This week's episode of Dallas. I didn't, I felt nothing. <laughs> How did I know? <laughs> it was, it was, it, yeah. I, I texted you while I was watching and I said, not like it's 20 minutes. My mom, I was home for the night and my mom was like, what, it, what are we watching? And I was like, Dallas, like she thought we were going to like put on a good show, like a movie or whatever. And she's like, what are you watching? I was like, I have to watch Dallas like for work. Sorry. And she was like, well, not for work. Cause I want to, but she was. I felt bad because the one episode she was watching, I was like, oh my God, this is awful. Nothing's happening. It's 20 minutes in, nothing. Yeah. Well, so it was the, they're basically doing this like two part finale thing, which we've seen a couple other shows do. And it's one of those things where it's like, okay, there aren't actually two parts to this finale. There's just like a whole episode of build up to whatever is going to happen at South Fork Ranch. And so the one, the one thing that I thought was kind of, important that we did see or we didn't really see but we kind of saw was Deandra meeting with her stepmother of course this has been an ongoing storyline and you know it sucks we've been talking about the family stuff on Jersey it sucks to see Deandra so worked up about this and you know she's clearly getting a lot of advice in her ear from her mom and from Darren and Jeremy is being super supportive Jeremy is like MVP housewife's husband for me. Oh my God. Above and beyond. He just seems so supportive. And like, I mean, he's so hot. Like, I just am like team Jeremy. (laughs) I completely agree. 
I think that he always says the right things and is always like very supportive of Deandra. But you know what? Maybe we can get because like I don't I don't feel as strongly about any house husbands as Jersey, obviously, but I feel like he would very much fit in with that group. With the Jersey group? Yes. Oh, Mm, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, he's definitely my favorite Dallas husband, but I don't know if he like is on the level of like a Frank or a Joey Gorga, but. I know. You know, okay, you know what husband I want to talk about? Let's talk about the husband. Let's talk about Eduardo Brittingham, who has been, like, so MIA this season. After Carrie's whole storyline last season was, like, I want to make my own money because my husband, he has all the money, and I want to be independent, and I'm making my jewelry. Eduardo has not even been, like, mentioned this season until this episode, and so they're at like family dinner they're making the carne asada and he's not there and then when she's packing for the trip to south fork which by the way south fork is 25 miles outside of dallas so it's hilarious that they're like we're in the middle of nowhere on this trip um i know Edward i do have there. to say my mom was really excited for that part because she was <laughs> like wait is this dallas and i was like no <laughs> Edward was there in the house and carrie's like you know he's been so busy with his business and all this stuff and i'm like is that really why he hasn't been on the show at all? Because I feel like there's something more under the surface there. And I, I want to know I want to know what's going on with the Brittinghams, even though I don't give a shit about them. <laughs> okay, but at the same time, I feel like we're so far in and he's so far removed that, like, whatever is happening, we're not. Yeah. Like, uh, to be honest, now that you said that, we haven't seen any husband on except for Jeremy this season. We've seen them in passing, which is we've kind seen- of I'm interested this episode next week. They're all com- they all come to the ranch. Right. We well, we've seen I feel like we've seen some court. We've seen a little bit of Travis. <laughs> we we've we've not seen Brian. head nor tail of Brian. Yeah. You know. Brian and Brian and Eduardo, we need to hear from them. I have questions. Um you know, I was going to say maybe we'll see them at the reunion, but considering that we're barely even seeing Carrie and Brandy, that seems <laughs> unlikely. Oh, we're, my God. Very ironic. Those, those reunion pictures. I'm sorry. Brandy from the from the collarbone up. You she know, couldn't if, have had anyone like anyone in well, passing take a picture. Even if you're in quarantine, like, I don't know if Carrie set up the self timer or something, but like she had a full body shot like. And also, not even if anyone's there. Yeah, self-timer on the windowsill, girl. Like, it's doable, we, you know? You know, we, you know how to make a TikTok. You know, you're all out here with your phone. It's it's doable. Um, <laughs> so we're at South Fork. Um, you know, we're leading up to this murder mystery thing that I guess is going to be fun. Um, I thought they all did a great <laughs> job with the 80s prom theme. Oh, the my God, outfits were fun. Yeah, yeah, those were, that was probably the highlight for me. They absolutely did a fantastic job. Like, and then when they showed them each a picture of them from back in the day, that was so adorable. Also, Tiffany is killing it with these little themed parties with her daughters. Like her day off is being used in the right way. Her little spa day. Spa day. Oh, they looked so cute. And then with their little plush robes. Like, are you kidding me? I want to plush robes and then the gold. The gold sheet masks that were like <laughs> way too big for their faces. Tiffany Ugh. was like, "This is for an adult face. These are for adult faces." So they like had to lay <laughs> like like completely flat. <laughs> They're so. She's like, "You you told me I had a big head," and she's like, "I said you had a big brain." <laughs> oh my god! 
I love, so yeah, cute. I love that family. Did you know that Tiffany Moon's maiden name is Sun? Yes, I, we've. I think that we've talked Have about we talked this about before this? because of how funny. Like it, it's her son, and now it's Moon, and like Imagine, that's a great transition. I, I'm jealous of how easily she could come up with a wedding hashtag. Like people are <laughs> out here, like busting their asses to come up with a really far fetched pun, and she's just like from sun to moon. <laughs> Tiffany is like also can you imagine like because I think she got married before like hashtags were like wedding hashtags were like a thing can you imagine like back then someone being like come up with a hashtag she would be like what like she's too good for hashtags wedding hashtags she's like I'm a doctor yeah no no (laughs) okay well from sun to moon we'll be back to discuss the Dallas finale finale part two of the finale next how week. annoying are part two is no finale means final okay so before we get to part two of the dallas finale next week let's do our grab the skinny pop moments of the day as we know endless entertainment calls for endless popcorn and luckily every kernel of skinny pop is so crunchy and delicious that we can eat it by the handful or even the bag full barry what is your grab the skinny pop moment of the day my grab the skinny pop moment was when Deandra called Mama D for like advice or whatever and whatever that was and Mama D was like going at her and she was like taking it and like listening kind of and then she got off the phone and Jeremy who we've mentioned briefly before said I disagree with your mom because I was like thank God someone said it because he she he said to Deandra she was like in attack mode like she you asked for advice right. and she was giving it to you but like it making it your problem and your um you know that you were in the wrong so Jeremy once again stepping up and not being afraid of Mama D well he actually might be because he said it to Deandra and, and waited for her to get off the phone so TBD <laughs> if Jeremy is scared of Mama D but yeah that was we'll anything going against her. My grab the skinny pop moment had to be Melissa's um, questionable sex talk with Antonia. It just is one of those moments where you're like, I can't look away because this is a complete train wreck and I need to see how it turns out. Um, but props to Antonia well, for, you know, keeping her cool. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I, well, her mom was she? like determined to <laughs> determined to be cringeworthy. Yeah. But to be honest, I would have done the same thing Antonia did, run into a room and slam the door. Absolutely. So those are today's Grab the Skinny Pop moments. Of course, you can grab Skinny Pop at retailers nationwide or go to the Shop Now page on skinnypop.com. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. We will be back tomorrow with another episode. In the meantime, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches, and just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.